Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name is Megan Eanes, a local real estate agent for 20 plus years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Back at it again. We are one day away from July. Can you believe it? No, uh, no I can't. Almost 4th of July. Happy yep. 4th of July. I know. Happy 4th of July. Yeah. It's Actually, coming up, right? Today is my husband's birthday. Uh, yeah, well, happy uh, birthday to him. And last day of June. Last day of June. That is special times. Yes. You know, are you, I mean, is there anything special coming up? You got vacations planned. You got uh, things, cookouts. I mean, I know you like to go hiking and camping with your people and things like that. Oh, Any camping actually, coming up? We've decided to go camping uh, at Lazy A Campground, which is just our favorite. That's uh, the 8th through the 10th. We'll okay. Go. Okay. And another good friend of ours that likes to camp there, his birthday is the 6th. So they're kind of kind of do a joint birthday thing. But nice. 4th of July, we're, we're pretty simple. And it's nice because where we live in Stephen City from our front yard, yeah. we can see the fireworks at Chirando. Yeah. So our That's neighbors cool. come over. We all just kind of sit around together and watch the fireworks and do sparklers yeah. and things like that and so. we're celebrating the birthday of our country yep. you know isn't that cool and in today's world trust me i would not get political here but in today's world of all of the chaos and people who are in uproar and divisiveness we can still go back to the fact that america is a great country it has been around for hundreds of years now mm-hmm. great government system whether you believe in how it's working or not it is stood the test of time right. so we can celebrate each other and our patriotism absolutely not yes our, not our politics <laughs> not, not our politics <laughs> and how we might disagree let's right. find the things that we can agree on right. well i believe that in our podcast we do agree that winchester is a great place to live uh, yes that I, is yes, one of the do. things that we agree on and we found that there are a lot of these i called sub culture communities and pockets of people that at least if i'm not around them i probably don't know about it and as I've lived here over the years, I find that there is, you know, I'm part of the soccer community. I've said that many times. Right. And now the running community and there's a music community. I, I play music at church um, and I used to get out and about and play gigs at other churches. I say gigs because like it would be going and providing a service of playing music at other places. So I'm familiar with this idea of going out and playing music. I have played at festivals before. I've played music at on a back of a trailer in like a on a parking lot in the heat of July and sometimes it's fun sometimes it's not fun and you play guitar also <laughs> yes. okay i'll play guitar i'll sing and and it's fun just to have fun jam sessions so there's a there's a culture of people believe it or not who travel around and go place to place and and do these gigs my gigs were not these kind i mean i, I would play for church people so mm. i have this kind of church background bent but I got familiar with what this was like by having lunch with a friend of mine from my church who is out and about doing it. He's living the life now. You know, it's right. fun. His name's Jim Snedeker, and uh, he's retired. You'll hear his story. But it's neat to hear how music can bring people together, right? I mean, right. how. Yes, definitely. Uh, and you can build community around that. Have you, have you ever gotten on stage to sing in public before megan <laughs> i have it actually at church yeah many years ago and uh, i grew up playing the piano and 
uh, playing in recitals, and I used to play at church also too. So I, I feel like church is a really good place. To church is a good starting hone ground. Your, hone your skills a little bit. Yeah. So definitely that. And then um, when I was in band in high school, I was in the jazz band and played okay. the tenor sax. And I'm I'm not one to like the spotlight on me. Yeah. And our band director, Mr. Shamel, for some reason kept giving me solos. Oh. So then I can have it to stand up and play on my own. And um, I, I, I did okay. I did fine. Yeah. But it was still not my cup of tea. Spotlight is not your cup of tea. No. That's that's okay. The spotlight's not my cup of tea either, but you know, I my wife calls me an extrovert for hire, you know, mm-hmm. where I can turn it on and turn it off. So Jim Snedeker I think always has it on. He yes. he he will give you the extrovert special. You ask him to stand up and sing and he will do it. So I'm excited about what our chat with Jim Snedeker yeah, brought us today and It'll, there'll be some firsts here. I won't give it away, but there'll be some firsts for Iconic Talk. So here's our chat with Jim Snedeker. Well, hey, here we are with Jim Snedeker. How are you, Jim? Hey, I'm doing well, Mark. Thanks. Yes, yeah, so much. I'm so happy that you're able to be here. You know, we've known each other for a while and in many different circles. And it's funny that, you know, oh, several weeks back we had lunch and you're telling me all about your music experiences over these last few months. I'm excited to hear about those. But before we get into the music, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, sure. where are you from? Yeah. And and what even brought you to Winchester? Yeah, well, I grew up in Ohio. Uh, spent uh, my first 18 years in Canton, Ohio. Uh, uh, let's see. Then off to the Ohio State University. I'm a real Buckeye. Oh, I graduated wow. in 1975. Wow. I tried out for marching band and failed because they have absolutely zero athletic ability. Well, they are the top marching band <laughs> yes, of are. the general. They, I mean, yeah, they're wonderful. That's, to watch. They're legit, and it's good that you know that. Absolutely, that'll save me a lot of time. So you not making the the band is actually still still important that well, you were there right. and attempted yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was an experience. Anyway, I got to. <laughs> it was my freshman year. I got. I think they started like two or three weeks early because the band. The team actually plays. There's like two games before school starts. Anyway, that was a cataclysmic failure in my life. <laughs> but from there, you know, I had uh, I picked up the guitar in high school and and just kind of horsed around with it mostly. Uh, I actually had played drums in some really noisy bands and was I picked up a guitar because I thought these cymbals are so loud. I wonder if my hearing's being impacted. Well, and there's no guitar in marching band. So, exactly. you know, if you, if you can't do the marching band yeah. thing, what else is but there? See, that could, there's me. guitar. Sure. That's how I spent my time, you know, picked up instruments to see if I could play them. Some better than others. <laughs> <laughs> so what t- instrument did you play previously that you tried to Well, get so into I the started on with? piano at age seven. Okay. <laughs> my mom, uh, bless her heart, she kept me going for, I think I had about five years of lessons. But the thing that piano is really, really good for me is I learned about music theory, mm-hmm. which uh, kind of served as a foundation for me to stay interested in music. Went to Ohio State, actually majored in music, taught school for about five years. And then uh, in the, I'm going to say, early 80s, late 70s, Ohio cut back on funding the arts. Hmm. So I, make a long story short, switched over to computer programming. And that's really, uh, for a number of years, did that and then switched project management. That's kind of what I did on a professional level. But music was always something I was able to stay active in. I mean, thanks in part to churches always need musicians. Right, that's very true. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's a great uh, way to kind of keep your 
keep your chops, so to speak, mm-hmm. because you know how music is. As soon as you sort of put that thing aside, you start to forget, and there go mm-hmm. your skills. So, yeah, did that for a number of years. Moved to Winchester actually in 2007. Five years before that, I was in Richmond. Before that, 2002, I was laid off from a company in Ohio, actually moved their headquarters to Atlanta Check Free Corporation. They were pioneers in e-billing, and everybody does e-bills today. Mm -hmm. Back in the late 90s, we were ahead of the market. So you can imagine, I don't know how much you remember about those times, but the late 90s, the Internet was exploding. Companies were hatching up all over the place. People were buying stock, but the value of the company, the thing they were trying to produce, was normally not ready yet. So that's what led to the internet bust. And we were the same way. We yeah. had all these great, all this great technology going, but customers weren't ready. So that was just long enough ago. Now the idea has really taken off, and everybody pays their bills online. Yes, yes they do. But not in those days. So anyway, mm-hmm. the, it's the, interesting the, how you went down a musical path, yeah. and then you're in this business. Yeah technical uh-huh. computer world and and yet you still are like you said maintaining your chops yeah all throughout that that uh, exactly tell us a little bit about your family so sure so um i'm married have two daughters uh, they're grown and gone i always tell people uh neither married but but doing well professionally and and personally in their lives one in florida one in colorado uh yeah my wife and i've been married i Good grief, it would be 43 years, I think, this September. And you guys met in Ohio? Met in Ohio. Okay. We, were, we were in a church. We She had gone to school in Indiana and and had had uh, thoughts about being a missionary. Well, the church uh, folks there said, you should go to Ohio. There's this crazy church starting at the OSU campus. So she and I both met there. I, through kind of a different channel, I had moved back from Ann Arbor or Michigan which is a whole other you've been everywhere whole other rabbit <laughs> yeah. story yeah. because you know you're not supposed to go to Ann Arbor if you're a Buckeye. No, <laughs> I, no kidding. I had a blue Volkswagen. I had to park it outside of town on weekends because some mm-hmm. one of my neighbors got their got their car turned over because the plates weren't Michigan anyway. Wow. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, so so like I say, back to my. Back to my uh, move to Virginia. That was 2002. I worked in Richmond for five years in, uh, you'd call it IT consulting, but it was, again, it was mostly managing small projects. Uh, Capital One was a was there for many years in various roles, uh, but always as a contractor. Uh, the way contracting works is you have periodic times where you're not working. So we, uh, my wife's parents were in need of help. So we came up here in 2007, been here ever since. I've been all over the place for work. Uh, so her parents are here, were here locally? We're here. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. They both passed now, but they. Uh, she grew up here. My wife did. And uh, we came back to take care of her parents. She did, and I uh, <laughs> worked all wherever I could. Uh, eventually ended up working for the government for six and a half years, which is probably the best job I ever had. But I recently retired. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. End of the year, end of last year. So I thought, good grief, my time has come. I don't have to just think about playing gigs. I'm going to get out and do it. So there's there's the segue. So you are a, I'll call it an 
in-law Winchester County because yeah. your in-laws are from exactly. here. Your wife is from here. Yep. So you probably were traveling back and forth to Winchester. Since 1979. Since 1979. Lots of changes. A lot of, no, lot of I'm stuff. Sure. So yeah. you, you've seen the town change. And now that you've retired, here's the segue, yeah. in, back into music, out of the business world, you're thinking to yourself, okay, what do I do with my time now that I've retired? Right? Exactly. And uh, so, so I had thought about this. You know, I've been thinking about it for years, actually. But I got started last fall. I hooked up with uh, uh, an organization actually out of Martinsburg, bran- the branch we serve at their chapter. But it's called Guitars for Vets. It's really a neat program. It's a nonprofit. But what we do is provide guitar lessons for veterans. People, you apply, they apply for the program. And typically, these are folks who've struggled with some kind of post combat hmm. stress could be t- ptsd doesn't have to be but uh they qualify for the program we give them 10 lessons and uh the way i got attached to it is is i went to an open mic and open mics that's where you prepare mm-hmm. three songs you stand up you play mm-hmm. there's no money involved but people who can and want to donate and the tips go toward the charity okay oh, so that's kind of how i got started a little bit, a few months ahead of retirement, just kind of networking a little bit, seeing where things are going. Well, now I'm actually one of the teachers in the Martinsburg chapter. <laughs> I've got a couple cool. students, and yeah. Besides uh, using that that little uh, that little few people to kind of network with and get some initial gigs and. So you're an outgoing guy. I mean, you like to network, and you don't mind just getting up on stage on a whim and just. Start singing and playing, no, right? No, and you've witnessed that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're coming back to your roots from Ohio State with uh, teaching and getting back into it after retiring. Is that kind of a, a surprise to you? No, not at all. It was something I, uh, I'd i always seen myself doing. My mom was a teacher, and m- maybe that's just part of it. Um, I kind of, you know, just from observing her and the way she was, maybe I began, mm-hmm. saw myself doing the same thing. But um, and and over the years, you know, so churches have varying needs, and sometimes I was in charge, and that involved a a uh, teaching kind of role. So oh, I got got plenty of teaching in the cracks, if you will. <laughs> so now, over the last couple months, you you've seen this almost musical subculture around Winchester and the the groups of people and individuals like yourself that are out there playing. Tell us what you've seen. Like, what sure. what should people know about in this town that maybe they don't know about sure. these musical talents that are mm-hmm. hidden? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to say the greatest takeaway. I mean, I've been doing this since, like I say, last fall. I, I, I've been fairly busy the past three months, but I'd have to say that the main takeaways the incredible amount of support uh musicians receive and i'll I'll explain that a little bit not just from uh, the community i mean people love music i I don't know what it is i have this whole thing about i really think music can heal people in a way that many other things can't and boy if anything we need today is healing Mm -hmm. of various Mm -hmm. kinds uh and music is great at that so there's that aspect the crowd aspect of just appreciating what musicians do but then there's also uh kind of another side to that and it, it's more around the community people mm-hmm. who themselves who participate I, i've been really surprised at the overall just um encouragement of the community i mean some of the, some people are really good 
some aren't as good. You know, you maybe have three different classifications, but everybody's really supportive. And that, uh, you know, that goes a long way. If you're, if you're new into something, you know, obviously you're thinking, well, I'll give this a try and see what happens. And if people are encouraging you and, and, you know, trying to get to know you a little bit and draw you out and find out, like, kind of like this, um, you know, that just makes you want to improve in a, and you feel safe. So yeah. where are these locations where, where the locations? musicians are yeah. playing? Like yeah. what? What? Are, yeah. Where are the gigs at? Right. Well, you know, Winchester is a is I'm going to say a bit of a learning experience for me. I've I've really been all over Northern Virginia. As you go west, I'm sorry, east toward Loudoun County, boy, there's just a lot going on over there. I I think you could play an open mic every night of the week if you wanted to. That's not true around here. It's a little little less busy. Um, however, what's been also real interesting to me is there are a couple new places in town to play, and the folks from Loud County are driving over here to play in Winchester. Yeah. Just at, through this same kind of network, yeah. I find that an open mic is a really open culture. Mm-hmm. And if you're if that's kind of your first exposure to maybe figure out well, who's in the community and how does this work and you know how how could I learn about places to play. If that's kind of your entrance door, it, it's really pretty open. But there's also, I think, a, a kind of this waiting period. You know, as you get established a little bit, then things in uh, in Winchester and Frederick County proper starting to open up a little more. Like, you know, West Oaks. Uh, I know Strasburg's not technically in Frederick County. I guess that's Warren County. But you know, word gets out, and you. Uh, you just kind of talk to people and keep calling, and uh, we're you know if you if you get a chance to play and they hear you, of course that's that's the perfect opportunity. So you mentioned West Oaks Farm mm-hmm. Market. Yeah, that's, that's here in town. Yep, places in Strasburg as well. Yep, yep. Strasburg. Uh, there's some other places I they're more a little bit long term pursuits for me because I've talked to them on the phone several times, but I haven't physically met the owner and mm. that that is the key for a lot of places you know they got to see you yeah they got to know you don't have two heads somewhat <laughs> a little bit of an audition process before they just throw you up on stage yeah, yeah. now do they still do do they do auditions even for the open mic no okay no open mic is pretty and of course that's the that's the risk right you know you're, you're... But that's also the entertainment <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. I mean, some people are going to, you know, but I guess that's the thing. Some people are going to try it and say, oh, this maybe isn't for me. And then open mic, too, has a whole, there's a musical part, but then you can do comedy. You can do, there's various things you can do. Uh, I've been involved mostly in just music. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so Winchester's coming along, but it's a slower, I find it's a slower process Mm -hmm. because, there aren't as many open mics. What are the different styles that you see out there yeah. as people get up well, and either do open mic sure. or, or have a gig that mm-hmm. are playing? Yeah. Well, in this area, there's uh, a lot, of course, bluegrass. Bluegrass, mm-hmm. I'd say, is probably number one. Uh, however, there's kind of this altern- alternative country style. Uh, a lot of solo people do, and maybe they write originals or maybe they, they just do artists that uh, either – they're not definitely not rock. They're not pop, but they kind of this uh, kind of this alternative country theme to it, where you've got elements of that, but it's not the it's not the the same uh, complexity as bluegrass. And then bands, 
the when groups get together, it's a it's really eclectic because they might one thing one song might be bluegrass and they'll turn around and do a country mm-hmm. song they'll turn around and do something kind of a a pop reggae with a little bluegrass uh, zydeco is another style that's out mm. there. Again, Never heard of that. It, yeah, well zydeco's from Cajun country down. Okay, it, it's not real popular, but it's got some rhythmic elements mm-hmm. that influence bluegrass. So these these are just different different tones and and you know some you listen you like it but i don't really know what style to call it it's a whole bunch of things what would you define your style to be sure yeah mine's real simple i just do covers primarily from 60s 70s and 80s singer songwriter okay so people that uh that uh some of us grew up with uh james taylor carol king elton john uh uh, i've even gotten uh, dua lipa is quite famous now she's more in the dance Mm -hmm. genre But she wrote some ballads years ago before anybody knew who she was. Beautiful Hmm. songs. Hmm. So the Beatles, I've got a whole bunch of songs I do by them. And these are tunes that I'm drawn to them because of the melodies. Uh, For me, it's all about medley. A Hmm. melody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A medley, Mm -hmm. too. You could make a medley out of melodies. But anyway, you got the drift. So so that's kind of where I steer. And I find that uh, people... Even though they say they they their favorite style of music is country or bluegrass or rock, they love those old singer songwriter. They may not might not be looking for them necessarily, but they love them. Mm-hmm. And it's I think it's all melody. Hmm. So interesting, yeah. yeah. And so you're playing songs at least people are familiar with. Mm-hmm. So you you can build a little bit of a reputation. You're going around from place to exactly. place, gig to gig. People get you get your name out there, yep. and yep. Uh, and. You're making money on the side a it's little amazing. bit. It's amazing. It's yeah, it's amazing. I, I've had uh, I think July's pretty busy. I've like maybe eight eight or nine events. Hmm. Half of those will be paid. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> as a retired guy, yeah, something it's to wonderful. do. Yeah. What and kind I of mean, places are you playing at? Well, uh, in July I'll be playing for two farmers markets. Uh, I I'm at West Oaks again. Again, I'm. Uh, there's a new place in town, Hog It Up Barbecue on Loudon Street. Mm-hmm. Awesome mm-hmm. if you like barbecue. A little different. It's Texas style. Really great place. They opened, uh, I think, in June, maybe May, late May. Um, great place. So I'm actually there twice in July. So so yeah. bars, restaurants, yeah. open farmer's markets, outdoor farmers markets, locations. Any, any yep. place where people, and that's the thing that's really been neat for me, uh, I'm there to kind of add to the to create an ambiance mm-hmm. and a mood. I'm not the star. I'm not people aren't, you know, getting out of the bus to right. see me. They're there cuz their kids are going to play on the swings or they're going to have a sandwich, meet friends, have a drink, whatever. I'm just there to kind of create this this atmosphere and I love it. I love serving in that way. I and just, it's cool that there's this like culture that, that yeah. you're you're getting familiar with the owners of these places, mm-hmm. of the other musicians that come and go, and there's a little bit of a community component to it. Exactly, exactly. The community side is really interesting to me because uh, to me, that's kind of been a like icing on the cake. Mm. That that was a new thing to me, just to realize how people support one another and. I'll, I'll get a you know a, a fake a Facebook message from somebody. Hey, you ought to check out so and so, or hey, have you been here yet? And you know, there's just this spirit of helpfulness, which is really hmm. really a welcoming hmm. uh, thing. And and you know, that's true here. It's true all over where I've been in Northern Virginia. So well, it's fascinating. And yeah. and 
you know, you're just kind of scratching the surface of, I think, what this looks like. And Winchester and the whole Shenandoah Valley area, I think, has that culture of yeah. community and helping each other out, which, you know, it, that's part of what we do for real estate as right. well. You know, we're, we're here to help people out, not, um, you, you know, we're not to isolate ourselves and we want to build communities. And that's part of what what we're all about here with this podcast, you know, yeah. to to share what's happening around town. And this is just one little thing about that. So I right. love it. I love it. Yeah. By the way, for all of our guests who are here, we have five iconic <laughs> questions. All right. Okay. So off, the, you are unprepared, but this is the first thing that flies okay. in your head. You can just Bring shout out your answer. Bring okay? it on. I've had another simple. open mic. That's Very simple. Open, open mic. mic. Here we go. So question number one, what is one of your favorite restaurants in town? Whoa. Yeah. Favorite restaurants. Well, I'm going to give up. I was just there the other day. I'm going to I'm going to plug it up for Hog It Up. Hog It You've Up Barbecue on Loudon Street. Uh, 629, I believe, is the address. Cross maybe from like the bowling alley as you're headed. Okay. And you're saying they're fairly new. Yeah. yeah. Fairly new. Uh, Texas Barbecue. I had, uh, I had a, a brat, actually, but I've had other things there. And um, food's great. Uh, the atmosphere is really, really welcoming. Uh, the owners are just, uh, they're, they're just good folks, good down to earth. You know, they talk to you. They want to know how you're doing. The, again, you that's cool. talk about community to restaurant. Yep. There it is. So that's, yep. that's probably my number one. Perfect. Question number right. two. What is something you love about your neighborhood? My neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in my neighborhood, I can walk. <laughs> That's probably, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we've we've had neighbors. Uh, yeah, we've got some neighbors been there for quite a while. So that's that's definitely, definitely a good thing, uh, like that. But um, yeah, I think I think in my neighborhood we're right behind Star Ford on five twenty two. So, you know, it's kind of cool to have that history there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say that uh, my wife, man, she goes walking over there all the time. I tend to walk around the neighborhood. But still, that's unique, and it makes our area um, kind of special. Like a historic component yeah. to mm-hmm. it as well. Yeah, it's, yeah. Ca- it's kind of And it, that's neighbor. actually a cool neighbor because it's close to town, mm-hmm. and it's got a really cool neighborhood vibe to yeah. it. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Right. I, I it's, feel. it's quite walkable, actually. Yep. It's great. Question number three, why is Winchester such a great place to live? Well, I think some of the, some of the things we've kind of highlighted already mm-hmm. this this sense of community mm-hmm. i mean p- people are incredibly helpful uh friendly i um i'm trying to think boy back even in the beginning uh, we were i was kind of brand new to living here just uh i i thought it was a really easy town to kind of get uh established in maybe the size was due that you know it's not a, mm-hmm. it's not like living over in dc mm-hmm. uh or a little bit easy, exactly. A little <laughs> bit easier to get to know people, things like that. So yeah, I think that's one one thing that's really good. Plus, uh, just about anything you want to do here, uh, you can, and without all the the speed and hecticness and sometimes chaos of being over, you know, east of here, yeah. DC. I mean, the closer you get over there, everything speeds up. It's a different pace here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is nice because you can do the same things. You can just slow down. Yep. Right. Question four. All right. Where do you meet or spend time with new friends in Winchester? 
Uh, wow. New friends, worries, but well, it's a, uh, I feel like we're in a circle You've here. You've already been saying <laughs> yeah, it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I've met new, new friends at some of these open mics. And although, you know, there's one here in town, the Granny's, uh, Granny's Breakfast Place out on, out on uh, Route yep. 7 as you're yep. leaving town. Okay. Amazing breakfast, but the open mics in the evening. But, you know, the same old three or four, maybe six people come in to play and you get to know each other and, and you see each other in other venues and you're, you're constantly, hey, did you try this place yet? Hey, you know, you're so-and-so's from Martinsburg. Have you gone here? So there's this... Uh, that that te- has tended to be where I've yeah the new friends where we congregate. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Last question, and you probably already answered some of this this as well, but I'm ready for it. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? Ooh, hidden gems in Winchester. Yeah. This is tough for what we call the townies. Yeah, so since you're an in-law, you so since you're an in-law granted. townie, you yeah. know you, you just kind of have to yeah hit it. I mean, you've already hit a new restaurant for us. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one of the. Uh, one of the hidden gems for me, that's just real, it's kind of humorous, but uh, New Year's Eve here in Winchester is first night. Uh-huh. Well, there was a first night in 2022. It was a fairly warm evening, but not maybe as well attended as they had hoped, the planners had hoped, because, you know, we were still trying to figure out COVID. Are we done? Are we not done? Anyway, I, I did busking that evening. If you don't know what busking is, I just... <laughs> It's standing down, down right there in the uh, walking mall with sure. your guitar and yep. playing and singing. And I made a lot, hundreds of dollars that night. Oh, wow. So There you go. Yeah, it's kind of a hidden gem. Hidden gem. Go busking downtown go right. in Winchester. Busking yep. downtown. You know, there's a guy with a trumpet that'll play yes. a lot. He was out that night. Yes. And he, I'm sure, makes good money, too. Yeah. And he's always, as you walk by, always trying to get your attention. Yeah. As he's playing his instrument, you know, he can't talk because yeah. he's got his trumpet. But he's looking at you. Or if there's kids that pop up, he, he's engaging you with his face and his eyes. Yeah, he's... <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's he's, great. He's very good. I, I forget his name, but I met him that night. Awesome. Well, well wonderful. thank you so much for being here. And You're before welcome. we let you go, I know you have a guitar. I and so we, we want to hear just okay. a little something from sure. you. So it. bring it. Yeah. Hey, everybody, just going to do a song here for you. Allison Krauss made it famous, but uh, Paul Overstreet wrote this. It's amazing how you can speak right to my heart Without saying a word, you can light up the dark Try as I may, I could never explain What I hear when you don't say a thing The smile on your face lets me know that you need me And that hung never leave me The touch of your hand says you'll catch me if ever I fall You say it best When you say nothing at all the smile on your face lets me know that you need me There's a truth in your eyes Saying you'll never leave me 
the touch of your hand says you'll catch me if ever I fall. You say it best when you say nothing at all. You say nothing at all. Yes. That was excellent. Great. That is the first music that we have had on Iconic Talk. That was perfect, wow, Jim. Good. Thank you so much. So real quick, before we do let you go, mm-hmm. how can people find you? How how can they know where you are or where your music is? Do you have sure. things online? Yep, sure do. Uh, probably the most accessible way is just go to Facebook, and I am Music by Jim Snedeker. Now, spell Snedeker. Okay. S-N-E-D. E K E R. Perfect. So Facebook.com music by Jim Snedeker. We will get it out there for you. Awesome. Thanks so much. We love this chat. Well, that was special. That was fun. Oh, I agree. We've never had music on the show before. We've never had somebody bring a guitar. Never had anybody sing. That there's some firsts here for Iconic Talk. I felt like I was more a part of an audience than yeah. in a podcast at that moment. <laughs> I was just fascinated by listening to him and watching him play. It was it was great. He's wonderful. Yeah, and he's super just outgoing. So I can imagine, again, having him interact with the crowd on the stage and, and have be around his friends and that community of the musicians. And it's, it's just kind of a neat thing. Just really chill. That, that's what Winchester's all about. Again, it's not the hustle and bustle and the fast pace of... DC or New York or Chicago right. or LA, you can just come walk into a bar or a restaurant, open mic, sit down and play. I feel I like he's it. the kind of person that would just even appreciate, you know, people coming to see him. Yeah. He would really just because they're getting to see him do something that he truly enjoys. Yep. Well, we will post his schedule and the things that he's got going on. Go to his Facebook page. That'll be there on our iconic talk page as well. So um, let's let's move on to the final couple segments here as we wrap up today. What fun social media things have you seen out there, Megan? And maybe it's Fourth of <laughs> July related. Maybe it's something else funny related. What have you seen? The what I found that was so funny was just um, was on. Um, actually, she's an administrator at one of the local high schools here. She had posted it on her page, and it was a, a guy who likes to do imitations. He'll either do them of people, but he did uh-huh. imitations of animals attacking and fighting. And it okay. was so funny that um, my children, who happened to see what I was watching, when they both said that they've seen it too, I was like, okay, so this must be you know a little more viral than what I typically yeah. see. Yeah. But oh, I was, I mean, literally laughing out loud. It was so funny. Nice. Nice. Well, I um, I've got a couple. One is I, the other day I saw the um, the dinosaur movie. I can't remember what it's called. It's Jurassic something something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the, whatever the current movie title is. It's not Jurassic World anymore because they're beyond that. But I saw that. That stems to all kinds of viral things on social media. By the way, of dinosaurs eating people or mm-hmm. dinosaurs, you know, little cute dinosaurs playing with kids and stuff like that. So there is plenty of funny ones. Um, I love it how they merged dinosaurs and minions because there's a minion movie coming oh, out. Yes. And so they're cross-promoting. And there's things all over, over social media of minions and dinosaurs interacting. And there's nothing funnier than a minion jibber-jabbering and then getting eaten by a dinosaur. No, I have That's not great. seen that, but I want to yeah. see it now. So 
I also have another one um, from Instagram. My wife sent it to me, and she, again, she has this totally different feeds than what I get because she likes and follows way different people than me. There's one that's labeled Mom's Confession, and so she sent this to me just laughing out loud, and I didn't find it as funny. But it says, nobody's ever been more surprised than a husband hearing about his wife's plans for the second time. <laughs> yeah, see, you laugh, right? Yeah, that's it's funny. It's funny to you. It's not funny to me. Yeah, husbands are prone not to listen, I guess, right? Uh, apparently. Do I have to I have to explain the joke to myself because I I find it kind of half offensive, but the the ladies of the crowd, I'm sure find that very funny. That yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, something um that a little slightly off topic, but it just kind of made me think of um, your conversation about Mother's Day. Yeah. And how it's supposed to be the kids you know, taking oh, care of right. their mother. Exactly. So that conversation came up with my husband the other day, mm -hmm. apparently for Father's Day, mm -hmm. and how, you know, the kids are supposed to, to do it. Sure. I'm like, but the kids, if they haven't done it, he's going to be upset. So it was the whole conversation, like, yes, you're supposed to take the kids, take care of the father, mm -hmm. but, you know, the significant other needs I'm to make you. sure the kids do. And I told him your story. Dads and fathers, gets, they, we get the shaft. You yeah. know, everything's all about the mothers, which, yes, it should be. But, I mean, come on. When it comes to Father's Day, yeah, break out the red carpet for us. You know, give did us. Did you get anything? Did, uh, they, did they do anything for you? My Father's Day, I did not see my kids. I got one little text. We were in different states okay. at the time. And they just pulled like a pseudo father's day night when it was just spontaneous both kids happened to be in the house at the same time at like 9 30 at night you know a week ago and my wife was like oh it's father's day and she just goes upstairs and grabs a couple of gifts that she plopped on and yeah i got something so that's good i wouldn't say it was the red carpet treatment but thank you to the wife yes so it's all about right of course they did nothing for me are you kidding me and they're older and they should know older and wiser anyway maybe next year yeah, That's so, okay. Sorry. Total tangent. Total tangent. Well, it. what's happening in Winchester, and obviously we've talked about Fourth of July earlier in the show, but just to highlight the fun things that are happening, Winchester downtown has what's called a Rockin' Independence Eve. That's a little spoof, I guess, on New Year's right. Rockin' mm -hmm. with Ryan Seacrest, I'm sure. And so that is on July 3rd, so not July 4th, from 2 o'clock to 10 o'clock. So you go downtown and you'll see all kinds of music and, and festivities and food and drinks and stuff like that. And then Jim Barnett Park is where the fireworks will be. They claim 920 is when they'll start. Um, you can head over to the park. I'm sure you can see it from downtown. But they're basically treating it an entire just exhibition of going downtown and seeing all the things. And then go see the fireworks that night mm -hmm. for a rocking eve performance. Um, what's happening in Frederick County? I know in Middletown they're doing a okay. 4th of July celebration, um, and it's going to be – it actually starts at 8 a.m. in Middletown. They're going to have food, crafts, vendors, it's, and then it's going to be – that's going to be noon to dusk. There's a parade, actually. On the 4th? On, on the 4th okay. in Middletown, and um, they're going to have fireworks at dusk. Interesting. Apparently live music and games for kids. and So Middletown's having fireworks. And then I'm also looking, Sharando Park has fireworks mm -hmm. on 4th of July. You can just have an entire weekend filled with just festivals and fireworks. Right. It's great. Go downtown Winchester on Sunday night. Go to the county on Monday night. Sharando basically has fireworks. They have the same thing, outdoor band and food available, activities. And the pool is open until 10 o'clock at night. 
which basically means you can hang up by the pool, poolside, watch right. the fireworks. Or in the water. In maybe. the water. Well, first come, first serve. <laughs> that place right. is going to be jam-packed. So get there early. Enjoy the festivities in town this weekend. Well, I hope you guys learned something today. I don't know. I mean, I think I did. Same Just here. learning about the subculture community of busking, first of all, but also open mics mm-hmm. and music. So thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you learned um, even something more than beyond that today as well. Looking forward to sharing more with you next week. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Remember that when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yes, definitely. Until next time, think iconic.